Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Sometimes you just don't know what's next. Look, can I have a moment with y'all? You know what I'm saying? I just want to kick it with y'all real quick, just a little heart to heart. If you're a new listener, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. We're going to have a good time, but I just need to have a heart to heart with you. Go ahead and subscribe to the show. While you at it, go ahead to the new YouTube page, Inspire God's People, and subscribe to that. Follow Inspire God's People on Instagram at the Instagram page. At the end of the day, if you just Google Inspire God's People or visit jwillmusic.com, that's J-W-I-L-M-U-S-I-C.com, you'll probably find everything you need to find. I'm at this interesting space in life, and I've been really in deep thought for about maybe two to three weeks. And I mean, like I'm a person that's already living life on the level of deep thought anyway. So if I say I'm in deep thought, this is really saying something, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to paint the picture for y'all out there who don't really know me. It's like, oh, I'm pretty much living on the deep end of the pool all day long anyway, you know what I'm saying? But in all seriousness, Life is interesting, and I'm in a space where I don't really all the way know what's next. Now, when I say that, I don't necessarily mean literally like I have no idea where I want to go in life or what I'm doing, right? Because on this show, we talk a lot about goals and success and, you know, following, lo- following the Lord. I can talk, I can talk, I can talk, I can But I guess I just wanted to share this because, you know, I want people to know, like, Within all of that, there are still times that we don't know. And there are times where we need faith, right? And in particular, even if you're already successful, you need faith. Even if you're not depressed, you need faith. Even if you're in a good relationship, a good marriage, you got your friends and family, you need faith. I think sometimes we automatically think like if we need faith, something has to be wrong. And I don't really like that because that's a poverty mindset to me. And then if that's the case, then rich people don't need God or successful people don't need God. So when I say what I'm saying, you know, take it, you know, I guess, do they say as a grain of salt? I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I struggle to understand the cliches we use. Like, hold on, let me think about this. Why we, why did, what this got to do with salt? Anyway, let's move on from that. It's not that I'm like in a bad place or anything like that. Um, I've been blessed. I'm I'm in a pretty successful space in life. I've been able to grow personally, professionally, um, and whatever. This ain't about me in that way. But even in the midst of that, it's interesting that I'm like, okay, I've kind of like got to this point where I'm like, all right, I don't really know what's next. And I'm learning that there's never really a time in life that you want to stand still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still young. Nobody wants to just get to a point where they're like, all right, I'm done living. Like, nothing else to do. And and so life ebbs and flows in that way. And so that's where I'm at, y'all. You know, I'm just trusting the Lord. And it's a good space. It's not a bad space. I've just been thinking a lot because I think I want to make sure that I'm not worried about where I'm going because in my prayers, just like, God, I'm putting it in your hands and just guide me. But I want to make sure that I don't mess it up and that I... Don't try to move too fast to go anywhere. So I'm just praying in that space. And that's where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no big answer to it right now. It's just where I'm at. Anyway, I think now's the perfect time to just go ahead and go past that and go into the J. Will Music song of the day. Today, I'm going to go to my producer Red's album. If you listen to the show, you know that Red produces my music. This song is called I Don't Know, and it features me, Chantel Hampton, Red, and Jose Moore. And it's not, I don't know, it's, I don't know. 
Like D-U-N-N-O. I like that. It's number four on this album. Check it out. I hate to see people struggle. It's like I see them and I just want to give them some hope. So here you go. I'm saying farewell, welfare. Goodbye, bad times. They saying life is just a game and tune me out like halftime. So if I'm just an actor on stage, go figure. But that script that I read isn't yours, it's a scripture. I refer to myself as someone who paints pictures. And I'm quite fond of this one in particular. I call it a masterpiece, cause it's my master's piece. See, I'm a Christian. I'm only painting what I read. Read, read, but I can't even see the paint. I'm in a studio with my eyes closed, just speaking faith. To the single mother struggling that couldn't see this far ahead a year ago when him and her was cuddling, cuddling. She couldn't see this trouble then. She was blinded by the temptation. She was loving it. Back then they were a real pair. Nine months later, she's a single mother now on welfare. I get a witness. It's funny how my culture and faith have been contradiction. My braggadocio rapping clashing with my convictions. The pride of never getting to my heart. Can face to face with the truth of my condition. To my knees in repentance. Thus marking the start of a transformation and motive, intention and focus, codependence, direction and wholeness. The drive is being hope to the hopeless. I'm a rope to span the chasm of the broken between the lost and Jehovah. put myself in the song at the end you just heard i don't know by red featuring yours truly j will music Chantel hampton and Ose moore you can grab that song it's on red's album uh valley view the musical and uh valley view high the music let me you know what i'm saying high school musical anyway go to his website right now meetredonline.com that's m-e-e-t R-E-D-O-N-L-I-N-E dot C-O-M. I spelled it out. Thank you. It's time to go. Praise the Lord, saints of the Most High God. Hey, I'm sorry. You know what I realized? As I've gotten older, I'm not as churchy as I used to be. You don't think so? I I mean, you feel like I'm between me and Gerard Brooks. You and Gerard are the absolute churchiest people. First of all, y'all are the churchiest sound individuals that I've ever met Mm. in my life. 
Churchy people not always sound. That you literally just honored me, man. You don't know how good that made me feel. That hey, most churchy people are not. They're not. <laughs> uh, and you just offended ten of them out there, brother. Ah, aye, aye, aye. Getting the word. All right. What up, man? Hey, what's up, brother? Listen, man. Okay, so let me let me try to paint this picture. I got a revelation at work the other day. All right. All right. So you may or may not know, but uh, I work at the Marriott inside the Renaissance Center. Tell everybody where you work. They're going to want your discount. You just, <laughs> you're an interesting guy to me. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> hey, now y'all hey. know why we always traveling. <laughs> right. Asking you won't receive, doctor. <laughs> All right. So, so we have some very interesting groups to come in. But uh, this one particular time, not not too long ago, we had a, a Bengali group in. It was a group of it was they were all <laughs> Bangladesh people. I don't know why that was funny. Okay, <laughs> I, you know what? I wasn't making the connection. Like, uh, okay, I, 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 I knew you. Know. I knew you did. Okay, I, knew I didn't you. know what was the happening. only reason though because one of my coworkers, a good friend of mine, he is from Bangladesh. Okay, and he said that the. The term is Bengali. For, okay, for, I didn't know that, so no offense. To no, it. no, no. I think I got some people in Bangladesh listening to the show. Praise God. At least one. Awesome. Right. I'm about to check. Go ahead. Ah, all right, all right, all right. So anyway, we had this Bengali group there. Now, okay, so let me try to explain this. Okay, so our main ballroom is really, really large. But before you get into the main ballroom, there's something that we call the foyer, Right. And a lot of times we'll have vendors set up out on the foyer and then the group meets in the ballroom. So the vendors are on the foyer and the meeting is in the ballroom. To get to the ballroom, you have to go through the foyer. Okay. All right. So this particular day, I was up there and there was a a particular vendor who was on the very end of the foyer. Very, very end. Far back. Right. And they wanted to move up closer because they felt like they weren't going to make any money. Mm. So they asked me, they was like, we want to move up closer to the doors. All right. All right. But I found out that when the ballroom broke and there were like a thousand people in there, when they came out, they were going to go exactly to the area that this vendor was set up in. Mm. I told them that. They said, no, we still want to move. I said, are you sure? Now. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Packed them up, moved them to the front, ballroom broke. They lost everything. Wow. Because the people went to where they were. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. Knock, knock the mic right. out, bro. <laughs> Please, dang, man, you mad at these people, bro. Go ahead, man. So they ended up losing money because they didn't stay where they were. If they had just waited, the business would have came to them. Never knew their strength. They should mount up with wings and an ego. So run and they, not they, be rich. They didn't. They, they, mounted, they mounted up with wings of an things. ego. E-G-O. Mm. They was throwing their weight around, dog. They was like, move us now. I'm like, but they're going to be now. Okay. For whatever reason, sometimes we feel like we know what's best. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though behind the scenes, mm. there may be some things that are working out that are going to be to our advantage, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't look like it right now Mm, mm -hmm. and the problem with these individuals at your job is that they got too caught up in what it looks like (laughs) that they could not understand or appreciate what it was going to be how many times does god try to tell us to do something one way but we try to tell god how we want it done God, who literally knows everything. We know absolutely nothing. You realize we, we, you know, astronauts, we go into space. We trying to learn stuff about different. And I love astronomy, not astrology. 
Astronomy. Mm, I love uh, astronomy. Are you my, you I, made me nervous. I'm like, hold on, brother. <laughs> What's your sign? Like, what? Hold on now. This show done took a turn for the absolute worst. Someone asked me that time. It was, What's your sign? I said, The cross. Woo! <laughs> mm. See, I'm getting back to being churchy, Doc. <laughs> Hey, they asked me. I'm hungry, dog. What's your sign? Oreo. Buy me one. What's your sign? Cookies and cream? <laughs> we are trying to study planets that are millions of light years away. And do you realize we haven't even been to the bottom of our ocean here on Earth? Let me tell you what else. Here's the crazy thing. Mm. With all of the studying that we're doing, and right, sciences and things, you realize that most of what we know are just theories. Mm, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. in science. Science is very interesting because, and I don't want to go down a path where I'm not an expert, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm speaking from speaking it from the perspective of a marketing research course at mm-hmm. Oakland University, mm-hmm. where I had a professor that was an atheist. Okay, and I remember the first day of class, he wrote something on the board. Mm-hmm. And what he wrote, I'll never forget this. I don't know why people say they'll never forget. Like, you'll never forget until you forget it. Mm. <laughs> like, how you know what you ain't going to forget? I'll never forget this. 106 years old. Like, So what happened in April of oh. <laughs> 69 years ago? Right. <laughs> I, I don't remember. <laughs> but I got you on tape right here saying you'll never forget. <laughs> but this guy wrote on the board. And this was a quote from some famous scientist, some, someone we know, I don't, or a philosopher. I don't remember which one. So I, again, I don't want to go down a path where mm-hmm. I'm not an expert. But what he wrote was, there are no truths. They're just lesser falsehoods. Hmm. And this class, a lot of this class. Was that the truth? Mm. <laughs> See, and he talked about in science how this idea of there being no such thing as the truth gives them the opportunity to like change their mind, so to say. So for instance, um, you can have something like, what is it? Uh, evolution, Darwinianism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. These are theories. Uh, okay. The one we talk, the big bang theory, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have these theories which prove that we don't really know what happened. Because mm. that's what you do when you don't know what happened. You start reasoning. You start trying to figure things out. But the crazy thing about all of that, and the reason I say this, is throughout all of our theories, God literally knows. Mm. So we might have a theory about you know, how to figure something out in science. Mm-hmm. But God knows it. But the way man tries to do it is say, Oh, there's no such thing as the truth. So we're going to keep studying to make the last thing that we said was right, wrong. And that's why every 50 to 60 years, they can just change their opinion on things. Right. Because they never thought it was the truth anyway. Mm, right. That's, that's It was uh, Nietzsche, by the way. Okay, got you. Yeah. Not Meech. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a little crazy, too. So <laughs> that, matter of fact, we're going to quote that to Meech. Meech Real <laughs> on uh, Instagram, at Meech Real. Said. M-E-E-C-H-R-E-A-L. <laughs> Um, at Meech Real says mm-hmm. there are no truths; mm. they're just lesser falsehoods. He is not a man of God. <laughs> that is hilarious. I that, and he said that Meech, not me. I'm, you know, I'm a fan of yours. I ain't scared of Meech. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not a fan. All right, I'm That's, a friend. That, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. That quote: "There are no truths." And it always harkens back to me. It's like, okay, is that true? What gives you the right to have a truth saying that there are no other truths? Because to you, that is a truth, you know? And it just literally goes back to the fact that we know nothing. And he was a hardcore atheist. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I, I, the song Passion, when J&J Soul, we had a song Passion. Mm-hmm. And I start the song off. Back in college one day, I was sitting in the class. Something, something, something. Raise your hands and mm-hmm. all, whatever, whatever. I can't even remember the words. I never forget them, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I can't remember. Yeah. But my point is that that verse was written from that experience in that class because he asked how many people believed in Jesus, mm. and it was only like, like I raised my hand first and I looked around, 
and realized the other couple people who was raising their hands only raised it after I raised it. Mm. This was the first time that I had experienced, like, because you know when you grow up in church, you are almost naive to think, oh, everybody believes in Jesus. Right. And right. I sat in this class, and we, he went, we went around one by one, and he asked, what do you believe in? And there were people who believed in, I heard everything that day. Wow. Oh, I just believe in the universe. I just believe in trees. I believe in, <laughs> like, I'm talking about people listed all their idols and their gods. And, and that was the time I realized in that class, I spent a lot of time going back and forth with that professor trying to defend the faith. Mm. But he didn't believe in the truth. Now, here's what I want to say about that. Isn't it crazy? Like you said, you asked the question, like, is that the truth? Mm -hmm. But isn't it crazy that they say that like it's the truth? Mm -hmm. Where if there is no truth, why should I believe you? Absolutely. And and that's the whole that's where their whole argument falls apart. Because they, they now this is true. There are no truths. So I don't have to believe you. So give me my A and let me move on. Out I wish I class. remember what I I did pass that class, but you know, I ain't gonna say I got an A. It don't matter, Doc. Right. You passed it. Hey, I got my degree. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and you defended the faith. You held, you held up the faith. So I do commend you for that. I thank God for that for real because that was a situation where I didn't know what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. I, I just almost remember being like so thrown off that I'm like, yeah, like Jesus. Like, and I'm like, people talking about trees and cats and like, mm -hmm. I'm like, so wait a minute. Think about how crazy the world is, man. You mean to tell me you, okay, all right. Let me try to think of a way to, to put this, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you are totally convinced that your name is Lavelle, right? Okay. You don't remember being named Lavelle. Mm -hmm. You don't remember nobody. You couldn't, you don't remember hearing like. And we shall call him <laughs> Lavelle. The mind of God. Right, like the Lion King when he right. held him up. Yeah, mm -hmm. like. You know, nobody, you don't remember that. But but you're convinced that that's your name based mm -hmm. on the people who were there, mm -hmm. based on the fact that your mom decides to call you that to this day, mm -hmm. every day, right? And it was written mm. on my birth certificate. It's on your birth certificate, mm -hmm. right? So my point is, like, in order for me to convince you- Lavelle Lorenzo. Mm. I, did you know my middle name was Lorenzo? I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm. I can't say that I knew that though. Uh, Triple L, huh? Well, my last name is Neil. Oh, why did I think it? Was, I, what? I don't, I don't know where that. <laughs> wow, I don't. I'm very confused right now. It's almost like a like an Arabic kid with a Latino middle name. Duh. I don't know what. <laughs> why did I just? Why did I just say Triple L? I have no. In my mind, I was reading your name and I saw Leo <laughs> Lavelle Leo. <laughs> That is dumb. Um, let's see if I can remember, but I'll never forget. <laughs> Jesus, I'll never forget. Ah. But, okay. So, um, who knows what I was talking about a couple of minutes ago. But <laughs> it was something, at least in the realm of these people, if, if you are convinced of something, mm -hmm. your name is Lavelle, you believe that. If I am going to change your mind, mm -hmm. I need almost undisputable, or is it indisputable? I don't know. Evidence. Like, in order to, to, to tell you that your name isn't Lavelle, mm -hmm. when it makes so much more logical sense to believe that it is Lavelle, mm. what if I came to you with a theory and said, well, I got a theory for you. Mm -hmm. Your mother didn't name you Lavelle, yet that's not your mother. <laughs> she found you in the hospital, mm. And, you know, she just wanted a baby so bad that she was able to steal you from the hospital. Mm -hmm. And your name was really Ahmed, mm. right? Mm -hmm. You're half Arab. We talked about that. So your name is Ahmed. <laughs> but this, well, Welcome, new listeners. Right, exactly. But this African-American lady wanted a child so bad that she scooped you up mm. and named you Lavelle. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a theory, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it happens. Things like that do happen. Exactly. All right. But in order for me to convince you otherwise, mm -hmm. I need something a little stronger, especially when the evidence that you have that your name is Lavelle mm -hmm. is so strong. And what I'm saying is this, people of God, mm -hmm. we allow people to come in, right, who are non-believers, atheists, agnostic, whatever, and use weaker 
positions mm. when we have the word of God and we have history on our side, we actually have science on our side as believers, right? Mm -hmm. And we allow people with weaker theories to come in and say, oh yeah, Christianity, that's, oh, that was the, the white man pushed that on the slaves and mm -hmm. yeah, da, da, da. And they throw things out and guess what? Theories be sounding good sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know what? That makes sense. Mm -hmm. And we just run with it. With no evidence, nothing behind it. So going back to your example about, you know, this guy coming to me telling me this story about my mother wasn't really my mother. She took me because she wanted a baby so bad. Right. What if someone said that to me and I was like, you know what? You're right. No evidence. And I went home and went off on my mama for being a thief. Right. A baby kidnapper. But it makes sense to you because you never met your father. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Never mind the fact that you look like your mom. Right. Like, ne <laughs> never mind that. You, you get what I'm saying? And so mm -hmm. the, the thing is, man. There are so many strong positions to believe in Christ risen, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. In the resurrection. There are so many reasons to believe in the fact that there is a creator of this world, mm -hmm. of this universe, mm -hmm. of this earth. It literally makes more sense to believe that God created the earth than it, than it does to believe that it just popped into existence with no outside influence. Absolutely. And that and those types of things give us confidence so that when God does speak, we can believe it. Now, going back to uh, where we originally started talking about, about the, the the Bengali group and they wanted to yeah. move up. Right. Um, oh, we got they, way far from that. Well, no, no, actually, we didn't. OK, actually, we didn't, because the point was they didn't listen to someone who had the truth. OK, I'm with you. It was a truth. I didn't think that that ballroom was going to break and those people were going to come that way. I knew it. What are you listening to? Mm. Well, see, I, titles just, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It hits me just mm -hmm. like that, people. Right. <laughs> what are you listening to? Uh, listen, mm -hmm. you're wondering, how do the titles of the show, how does it come <laughs> up with them? And I'm here to tell you today, my people, that what are you listening to? Mm. So these people... They had an opportunity to listen to the voice in their head and the thing that was causing them to go against what you were saying, or, or they could have listened to you. Someone who's worked there, who knows, that's not the first event that you've been over and right. things like that, but they decided to go against. What are you listening to? Mm, that's good. Man, okay. Whew, so I'm glad. I, I, I don't even know how we ended up going into the area of apologetics, which, which okay. is was called the defense of the faith and you know knowing that there actually is evidence because and I, and I really it really it really bothers me that a lot of the church thinks that we just believe by blind faith right now there is some room for blind faith within Christianity but God has given us enough evidence where we don't have to believe in God by blind faith right it's not blind faith Right. There's enough evidence for Christianity that would, in a court of law, would at least prove it beyond a reasonable doubt. Wow. And that's all the judge asks for. When you go, when you, I don't know if anyone ever went to jury duty or whatever. Don't, if you didn't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't incriminate yourself on right. the air. I need, right. I, need. I tear them up every time they come to mind. <laughs> that's horrible. You know, but the judge says, uh, you know, when you're listening to the evidence that the uh, defense, has to prove not beyond a shadow of a doubt, but beyond a reasonable wow. doubt. And we have enough evidence that, well, now in my opinion, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt, but some people would disagree. Some atheists would disagree, but what they cannot deny is that it, it's at least enough evidence beyond a reasonable doubt, but they don't want to be reasonable when it comes to believing Christianity. Well, you know what I think, too. Now I want to deal a little bit with the other side, and I'm going to let you get back into that because that's your area, and I'm actually happy this came up. But getting to the other side of it for the Christians, right? We talked about for the non-believer. Mm -hmm. But even for the believer, right, It's I think sometimes we choose blind faith because we are afraid of what we're going to find out if we look, not knowing that 
if you take the time to study mm-hmm. and do a little research and put a little effort into the details, then what's going to happen is you're going to find things that will strengthen your faith. Yes. But it's going to matter what you're listening to or who you're listening to. That matters. And so here's what I'm saying that for. There are so many of us that we'll listen to a Christian podcast like this. Then we'll turn this off and we'll listen to something super reckless and worldly. And look, I'm focused on content here. So I'm not even talking about how someone describes their show. But I'm saying like, man, some of the things that we watch and we listen to as believers, they don't strengthen our faith. And especially the more the world puts their doctrine into their content. Mm. Because we don't realize when we're watching some of these TV shows, there's a doctrine and a belief system that is laced within this show that they're constantly reinforcing. And we're having a hard time knowing which voice to listen to. We have a voice telling us, just like you were telling the people, go over here, go over here. But there's another voice in our head based on everything that we've listened to that's causing us to go another way. And I think as believers, we need to put more effort and more time into studying and listening to things that reinforce the word of God so that we can know what we believe clearly and not just blindly. In a previous podcast, we were talking about trusting God. Letting, you know, like when we're weighed down, knowing when to listen to the voice of the Lord, to know when it's time to be released, when it's time to go forth and do what God said to do. And we have to have that stamina now to trust God. If those people, those the Bengali people had listened to me, even though and, and, and get this, I didn't even tell them this was something that was coming from me. I told them that the people over the group were the ones that told me. Wow. But they still didn't want to listen. They want to do it their way. And like I said, they ended up losing a lot of money. They were in the perfect spot, the perfect place. What, what do you think it was? Like, what was it? Was it just that they didn't trust you? Or was it that they felt something? That, was, it, was it what you were saying? Versus what they were seeing? Mm. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) I don't know, but that sounds, yeah, because they were looking at the fact they were on the end. They were at the, they were at the end. They were in the back. It didn't make sense to them. Yes. They couldn't comprehend that me being in the back is going to end up becoming the front. And that's exi- that's literally what happened. The last shall become first. Hey. Come on, Ruth. Come on, Ruth. <laughs> Listen, in all seriousness, there are so many times I could say in my own life that even now, mm-hmm. I, I look at having this show, um, even my you know, latest album and the things that God has blessed me with in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so many things, my family. And it's not that everything looks like I envisioned it to look or wanted it to look. Mm. Um, I definitely envisioned myself having kids, number one, and having them a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. So this isn't necessarily going according to plan at all. Mm -hmm. However, even in the midst of that, when I look at where I am now, I didn't see God blessing me like this. Mm. Like, and so what I'm saying is life is full of that balance. The fact that, yes, it is true. Everything doesn't look exactly how you planned it. Mm -hmm. You don't get to say, I'm going to have kids at 24 or 25. And it always automatically happens. God has a plan. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Just might not look like exactly what you thought it was going to be. But at the exact same time, Mm -hmm. On the other side, you could look and say, "Woo, God's grace, God mercy, like the way that I've been able to grow mm. because I trusted his path. Mm-hmm. It's like only by the grace of God could I be here. And what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that regardless of who you are or, you know, what your situation is, trusting God is always the right thing to do because even like me, even though I wanted kids, mm-hmm. 
Here's what I'm holding on to, and I genuinely believe this. One day, it's going to make sense. Mm, mm -hmm. If I just keep trusting and following the will of God, you talked about Joseph on a previous show. Mm -hmm. And the thing about Joseph was, it didn't make sense while he was in it. Right. Like, Joseph, at the end of it all, if you look at the end of his story in Genesis, Mm He literally says at the end, basically realizing you did it to preserve life. Mm. He didn't have that perspective while he was in chains. Because mm-hmm. remember, he was like, man, why did y'all play me? Like, he was like, yo, help me, help me get out. Right. He didn't want to be in prison. But it was after, some, after going through something and he stayed in trusting God. Mm-hmm. Listen, even though things weren't turning out how he wanted to, mm-hmm. he did not leave the will of God. And when he stuck with the will of God, it made sense. It made sense. And it, like you said, it preserved an entire nation. It's not just about you. At all. It's not just about me. What is God doing? How is God going to use me to bless others? There are other people watching you. Um, our associate pastor, um, she lost her son in a, in a car accident. He was yeah. in my youth department. Very, very good friend of mine. But um, she said that I think it was three months before that, one of her coworkers lost her son. And she wasn't, she's, she wasn't a Christian, the, you know, the, the coworker. And she said she was ministering to her, but she didn't know how. And she was like, wow, Lord, why do you have me ministering to her? Wow. And three months later, her son ended up dying in a car accident. And she said her being able to stand and she said she had some rough times. It wasn't anything, you know, like she wasn't trying to say she was held in up, you know, everything made sense and that she got through it easily. She still, this was uh, going on two years ago. She still, of course, you know, you know, your son, but she said, but she never left the faith and trust in God. And that woman saw that and was like, how? Can you hold it together? How are you going through this the way you're going through? And she was able to minister to the Lord Jesus. And, and I have to believe that it's because of what she's listening to. Mm. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing mm. comes by mm. the word of God. Mm-hmm. And what are you hearing? What are you? Listen, if faith comes by hearing, then it matters what you listen to. Absolutely. And so many of us, listen. I know people have some crazy problems out there, so I'm not minimizing anything, Mm -hmm. but I'm talking about in my own life, anyone's life. There are times that you can catch yourself losing your mind Mm -hmm. about the most simplistic thing ever. Mm. Who ate my Reese cup? Like, whoa, you about to (laughs) give up on God. Wow. (laughs) Because somebody ate your Reese cup. Wow. And, And in the grand scheme of things, you understand as a believer, that I've been hearing faith so much. Mm-hmm. I've been reading thy word have I hidden in my mm-hmm. heart, hid in my heart, mm-hmm. that I might not sin against thee. Right. Isaiah 53, uh, verse 1, uh, NIV says, Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? And the answer, obviously, is to his people. Uh, specifically in that context. Inspire God's people. Ah, Come on now. (laughs) It makes sense. (laughs) Yes, sir. So whose report are you going to believe? That's a question for each of you to ask yourself. Are we going to believe the report of the Lord? But guess what? We can't believe the report of the Lord if we don't know Know the the report report of of the Lord. Lord. So we, uh, what Jay said is excellent. We have to, and a lot of people are like, it don't take all of that. I can listen to this. I can listen to hip-hop. I can listen to But whatever, our brains are kind of similar to a computer. That's how we were able to create the computer. <laughs> that's a great point. And, uh, you know, Wait, I, I shouldn't say it's a great point because your wife made fun of me. when She's like, he always say, it's a great point. <laughs> all right, but uh, our brains are similar to a computer. I don't yes. want you to forget. All right, yeah, I, I do that a lot. Um, our brains, whatever we put in, is what's going to come back out. So if all I'm doing is watching movies with sex, profanity, violence, stuff like that, that's what's going in. That's what's going to come out. Now I'm not. Now I'm not getting into that whole argument. It, 
kids play the violent video games. That's why they're violent or whatever. But I do think there is some truth to that. I do think that the things that we put in is what's going to come out. If all I do is listen to music with cussing in it, if all I do is watch TV shows with cussing in it, watch movies with cussing in it, when I'm hammering that nail in and I miss and hit my thumb, <laughs> praise God, that's not going to come out, right? That's you know. <laughs> but, but you know what, too? I, and I want to say this. Um, that's an excellent point you're making. Notice I didn't say good point, mm. can you? Um, <laughs> but he, here's the thing, too. You know, I never understand Christians who make arguments as to why we can do things that are sinful. Mm. Like one one thing is like I I try not to spend any time mm. trying to convince someone that they could do something that I do that might be a little gray areaish. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. it was a, oh no, we could do this as belief. Like, so here's here's the reason I'm saying this: we have to understand that not everyone is the same. Mm -hmm. So. You have things that you deal with, right? Paul talked about the thorn, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You have your thorns and I have my thorns. Mm -hmm. And one thing we have to be careful of is, let's just say hypothetically, there's um, an issue that I have, right? Let's say I have a temptation to alcohol. Let's mm -hmm. just say that was something that I deal with so strongly. Mm -hmm. You, on the other hand, don't have that temptation naturally. Like, that's not something you struggle with. Mm -hmm. So let's say you watch a certain TV show, some reality show, and they always drinking and partying or whatever. And you like you on Facebook all day like ain't nothing wrong with this show. I don't know why mm. Christian saying we can't watch this. Ain't nothing whatever. But let's say you're not considering, oh, I don't have this temptation, mm. but my brother, my friend, Jay Will, wow. he struggles mm. with alcoholism. And every time he sees it, he wants it. Every time he hears somebody talk about it, he wants to go get it. And so you are wasting time as a believer making an argument as to why it's okay to watch some, some show that has all this sin in it mm -hmm. because it's okay for you, wow. or at least that's the decision you've made, not knowing, listen, I'm literally hindering a friend of mine because he can't handle that. And so how much blood do we have on our hands Ooh, because of the sin that we promote and we're wasting time arguing, saying, you can watch that. You can listen to this. You can, and it's like, we're not all the same. Selfish Christian. Man, you might make me, oh, you're going to make me change the name of this episode, bro. <laughs> Selfish Christian. Wow. What are you listening to? Mm. Wow. That's, and, and when you look at, at our example, Jesus Christ, he was the most selfless ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Jesus is amazing. And I'm being real when I say this. Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Um, let's say, you know, I don't, I don't even like to use the example of your God. Let's just say you had the ability mm -hmm. to be, look like, have as much money. Like, you literally have the opportunity to choose what you want in this life. Mm -hmm. Come on, bruh. Right. Oh, first off, I'm rich. I'm coming in on the coldest horse y'all got. Of course. Like, oh, we coming in so saucy on that horse. Like, mm -hmm. it ain't even no question about it. Right. My whole purpose, my whole little uh, little shindig, oh, it's swagged out. Mm -hmm. Like, ain't no humility, ain't no we gone. Oh, oh y'all definitely not beating me. That's not how we die. Listen, let's just be real. If I had the opportunity, it's like, okay, if I'm going to kill, oh, I jump off a cliff to, for y'all seeing this. <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. But uh, no, hold on. Look, I'm be careful. Don't nobody jump off a cliff. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But, but I'm, I'm just saying if we had our own way, most of us, including me, are not humble enough to choose. Think mm -hmm. about this. I'm not even saying we, we know there are definitely believers who have withstood mm -hmm. persecution. Right. But how many of us would choose yes, to be persecuted? Exactly. Jesus on another level. And it goes back to the whole thing of it's not about you. Not about you. I'm going to choose to go to Earth and up. I'm going to choose to drive a Pinto. Oh, yeah. Even though I got billions of dollars, you know. Listen, I'm going to be no real. No offense to anyone who, who has billions of dollars or who has a Pinto. Uh, okay, pinto. both of them. <laughs> right. You, you, can, you can offend a billionaire. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, let me just ask you this. And we, we, this Answer this question. Mm. I'm, I'm going to give my answer. Okay. No, no, I'm going to let you answer first. Mm. Okay, switch it up on you. If 
Mm. You could have entered this earth with any type of vehicle, and we talk in modern times now. Mm. What would your vehicle of choice be to enter this earth? Like, Lavelle is here. <laughs> you selfish Christian. My, mm, well, my favorite car always has been the Lexus. Okay. Black Lexus with gold trim. I, gold. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I don't know if they make those. But anyway, that was, that was always my dream car. But if it was being announced that I was coming, yikes, I'm thinking a Lamborghini. Okay. All right. That's a nice, definitely a nice way to come in. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming in in a red Ferrari. Mm, okay. Oh, we red Ferrari is the dream car. That's the ultimate nice. dream car. And what's my point? Mm-hmm. My point is neither one of us gave a humble answer. Absolutely. Neither right. one of us gave an answer that considered or was like, I want to just come in. I don't want to. Right. No, we gave answers that were <laughs> selfish because in our flesh, mm-hmm. we think of ourselves and we thinking about how we going to look and how dope it's going to be. And that's why it could only have been Jesus. It could only, no one else was going to, like you said, choose to go through what he went through. And even in his humanity, he had some battles. You know, when he was in the garden, he was praying and he, you know, he said, yeah. if if it's, now he knew yeah. already, they had already had the, the, the holy council meeting. He knew yeah. this was the only way, but if, in his flesh, if it's possible, if there's another way, but he, it, notice he I immediately will. snapped back. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will. In, in order to say, never the, nevertheless, can't mm. get it out. Mm. Ne- 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 nevertheless, never forget. Not, right. <laughs> I never forget. <laughs> not my will. That means you have to trust God. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if you trust God, then you can say, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. And then that's when you can say, okay, things aren't looking exactly how I thought they would look, but it'll make sense. And, and just like I believe one day it's going to make sense mm-hmm. why it took this long for me and my wife to have children. I, I genuinely believe that it'll make sense one day. Absolutely. And, and I, we, we have a very temporal perspective. Everything we look at is from the eyes of earth, time. Wind. And <laughs> <laughs> Everything is in time with us. Everything. Hey, dog, I'll see you tomorrow. That's time. Mm. Hey, what you do yesterday? That's a, there's nothing you can do that's not subjected to. I'll meet you there in five minutes. Everything is time. But God. I'm trying to think of something that ain't. I can't. You can't. On. It's literally impossible because everything dictates time for us. We over at the church. Yeah, but when? <laughs> Are you always at the church? No, right? There's a time that you were at the church, right? Okay. Everything in our life. You haven't life, been on the show. In, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's time. All right, go ahead. I'm just, Everything is time. But God is not subject to time. He created time. That's deep. So God, we don't have, we have to, I don't know how to say it. We have to look at things from his perspective. We have to get a, an eternal perspective as opposed to having our temporal perspective. So get this, when it ends, then, like you said, you will understand. You can hold on to that belief because then you will understand everything that God was doing in our lives. And I think that's amazing, man. And it's exciting to be able to see how to pe- – that's why I like movies. There, uh, There's a Christian movie called Do You Believe? I really liked it because there were like 12 different storylines. And at first you sitting there like first half of the movies, like what in the world do these stories have to do with one another? But at the end, they literally all linked up together. And I think that's how it's going to be for us. No, when we do finally get to heaven or, or maybe even before, I don't understand why my grandmother had to pass at the, at, at the time she did. I don't understand why my pastor had to pass when he did. I don't understand that. But that does not mean I don't trust God. And that don't mean that God isn't God just because you don't understand something or I don't understand something. So, listen, man, we got to keep the faith no matter what. We know that that's not always easy, and no one is trying to say that it is. Hopefully, people can get that we, this is a battle for us all. 
Oh, we're yeah. not pointing the finger at anyone. Absolutely. Um, we all have had our shortcomings. We have all had our times where we didn't trust God. I didn't we... think I would ever get married. Yeah, that, that's a great example. <laughs> so if but, there's but somebody out there that's holding on to that, it, trust me. You, you... But let me ask you a question because mm -hmm. me and you, you know, we won't bring that to the show, but we had many different conversations about this through the years. Mm -hmm. Now, you thought you would never get married. Mm-hmm. Now that you are married, does it make sense why you had to wait? Absolutely. It's, and that right there. It does. It really does. That is what I hope inspires someone to mm -hmm. wait on God mm -hmm. is the fact that. Now, look, like I said, I ain't bringing all my men just like I don't want all my personal business on the show. <laughs> you know, certain stuff you keep between friends and you talk. And my point is we had so many conversations mm -hmm before it made sense. Mm -hmm. And there were times when it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And I remember when it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But I also remember when you met your wife. Mm -hmm. And I see how it makes sense. And I told y'all this. It was such a blessing and still is an encouragement and inspiration to me to have seen you go through that mm -hmm. and seeing how God worked in your life. It literally gave me faith and hope for my own situation of like, just to see like, he literally at one point didn't think he would. He, I remember seeing you start to reason with the idea that it wasn't going to happen. Mm, mm -hmm. And then now to see God work and to see what that looks like. I hope that inspires somebody, man. Amen. If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world. Look in the sky, there ain't no stars in it. The art is all natural and authentic. Rivers of love, we swimming for us. We can't drown if we fall in it. If you looking for me, I be in my own world. Create for the creator when I'm in my own world. I serve below the surface. It's layers to my purpose. Inspire God's people when I'm in my own world.